Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's only been a few days since recreational marijuana went on sale in the state of Illinois, and there's already a problem. State officials say some 77,000 people bought pot on New Year's Day, and the lines were long, and apparently they stayed long, because many of the dispensaries licensed to sell marijuana legally in Illinois are running out. (laughs) Workers at Illinois' Sunnyside Dispensary in Chicago say their clerks basically worked 14-hour days to fill orders, but now they and several other stores say their supply is all gone, selling only to those who have a medical need. State officials say the supply chain is still in development, which in other words means y'all in Illinois are smoking it faster than it can be grown. (laughs) Caught everybody by surprise that it was going to be popular, I guess. Didn't see that coming. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Cliff, here we sit. Yes. 6.06 on a Mm. Monday morning and... Yeah. I'm just not feeling very worky this morning, if you want to know the truth. I'm just not very worky. I just don't feel the workiness this morning. I'm kind of wanting to just slide through if we possibly can today (laughs) until 10 o'clock. I think that could be arranged. I'm sure a lot of our wonderful listeners feel the the same way. Feeling the exact same way. Nobody. So we're all in the same boat, and therefore, if we don't really try today, you'll understand. All of us have heard and read that the flu is really bad this year. Oh, yeah. I just want to say right now yeah. that if you've had the flu already this year, yes, my condolences to you because I hear that it is horrible. Yeah, but if you've already had it, mm-hmm. please, please, don't tell me about your bout with the flu. <laughs> I don't want to hear about the scratchy throat, the headache, yeah. the laying in bed, unable yeah. to move for days, mm-hmm. because every sniffle. And hard swallow that I have after I hear that, I get to thinking I'm coming down with the flu and it makes me a little nervous. Yeah. And I'm like trying to sneak past it this year. Like you're like under the, flying under the radar. Yes. Hoping to get away flu free. And I'm hoping the less I hear about it, the less chance it will find me and make me sick. <laughs> I know that sounds foolish. Well. But I don't. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Are you that way, Cliff? Or are you okay? Well, I'm probably not as paranoid as you are, but I will say I am purposely avoiding people who are infected so I don't become infected. Thank you very much. I'd just as soon not have the flu. I woke up this morning, Cliff, (laughs) with a hard swallow right off the bat, (laughs) and I thought, here it starts. (laughs) Because I've been told, <laughs> hard I'm telling you, yeah. if you have a hard swallow, yeah. it could be the first sign of it. That's it what could, I've been told. It could be a sign of many things, actually. We, this story is about a bad man who will now have an interesting tor- story to tell his cellmates. Police in Lake County, Florida, just to the northwest of Orlando, say 27-year-old Tyler Rathel Friday went to the mall with ill intent. At this point, they're not sure if he was doing what he claimed to be doing, because while it was bad, the alternative is far worse. Police say Rathel claimed to be recruiting kids to help him sell marijuana. 
But what surveillance video later showed was that he grabbed a 10-year-old boy hanging out in the mall and tried to drag him away. The kid was able to pull away and then sought a friend he was at the mall with, and police said that's when Rathel ran away, out the doors into the mall and to the parking lot. The kid and his friends weren't about to just let bygones be bygones, though, because police said the intended victim then rounded up a posse and gave chase, eventually meeting up with the alleged perpetrator in the mall parking lot. And that's where Rathel had the crap beat out of him by youngsters raging in age from 10 to 18. <laughs> police patrolling the parking lot noticed the commotion and saved the man from further injury at the hands of children by taking him to jail. <laughs> Wouldn't you love to be able to round up your yeah. own posse? That's right, your own personal posse. Oh. <laughs> Let's go beat someone up. I don't know enough people that would want to join me on a on a beating, knowing that I can't fight. That well. doesn't help your odds either. You have to get a lot closer to throw punches than the next guy does, now, don't you? Yeah, Cliff. Yes. That story you had on the seven o'clock news about Illinois and the sale of marijuana over there, and yeah. how you know crazy popular it's been. <laughs> Who would have thought that? Yeah, we, we talked about it at 6, too. Yes. They're running out. Some places are running out. I looked this up. Yeah. Illinois, yeah. on the first day of legal marijuana sales, mm -hmm. made $3.2 million in one day. Yes. And that was just to Bears fans. I'm telling you. <laughs> If you're a Bear fan, yeah. this time of season, there's no pressure on you. Yeah. I can watch the playoffs and go, I don't care who wins That's this right. thing. Pass the Cheetos. Pass the Cheetos. <laughs> Charmin is coming out with them. Yeah. Well, they've got big plans for the Consumer Electronics Show. I didn't even know they had that for toilet paper. And, <laughs> yes. The Consumer I mean, Electronics so, Show. So there's going to be a toilet paper booth. At the Consumer Electronics Show. Yes. It's the Charmin Go Lab. That's the name of it. The Go Lab? Yes. Okay. Which will showcase conceptual yeah. prototypes, all meant to improve your bathroom experience. One of those, Cliff, yeah. is they're going to come out with a robot called the Rollbot. And it's going to deliver to you a fresh roll of toilet paper. Oh, it is, huh? And can be controlled by your phone. <laughs> so there's an app for that now. There's an app for that. Okay. For the <laughs> for the robot. Also, Cliff, yeah. they have virtual reality headsets for porta potties because who doesn't want to be in the porta potty knowing what's going on outside? I guess that would help at a concert. Oh, so so you could go into a porta potty, put on your virtual reality headset, Sit down and take care of what it is that you need to do and continue watching the show if you were like at a festival or something. Yes. Okay. Well, that'd be fun. But as nasty <laughs> as those things are, yeah. what do you think this headset's going to look like? <laughs> or have on it. What's the name of this robot again, by the way? The Rollbot. The Rollbot. Yes. I was When you said that they were going to have a robot... For your, I thought it was going to be like the White Master 3000. Like, no one wants that. No. No, no one wants that. No, no. <laughs> I like that it'll come to you just using your phone. Come here. Come here. Sleep researchers this morning, Cliff, yeah. are saying that some of us are sleep eaters. Oh, do you get up in the middle of the night and eat? You raid the fridge. Yeah. Don't really know you're doing it. Yeah. Some of these sleep eaters have been known to devour stuff. Like cat food and dog food and medicine. Okay. 
which would explain the taste of preparation aged in your mouth this morning <laughs> if you're getting ready for work. Well, Cliff, what's happening? How do you know what that tastes like? It's a long story. <laughs> I'll it's tell you after the 8 o'clock news. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's disgusting. This lawmaker in the state of New York went on a personal crusade to stop drunk drivers until he didn't. On Christmas Eve, a paper in the upstate town of Canandaigua, New York, published an op-ed about the dangers of drunk driving. The guest editorialist was Republican Minority Assembly Leader Brian Kolb, who said in that article that there's always a safe way home if you've had too much to drink. The day after Christmas, his language got a bit stronger when he tweeted out that there's no excuse for driving impaired. That tweet has since been deleted, not surprisingly, because on New Year's Eve around 10.30 p.m., the cops found his car in a ditch with the politician firmly behind the wheel. The Morning Roadshow Department of Do As I Say, Not As I Do wanted me to be sure and tell you that he failed a field sobriety test and was later pronounced drunk off his ass by police. <laughs> Never brag, Cliff. That's, <laughs> no, you're exactly that's the right. whole key there. <laughs> Maybe if you're an athlete. They seem to be can, able to do that. Usain Bolt. Just take him, for instance. Yes. He could claim that he was the fastest man alive because he was the fastest man alive. About the only thing this guy can now claim is he was the drunkest man in Canandaigua, New York, on New Year's Eve, 2019. Sitting in a ditch, <laughs> yes. I'll admit, Cliff. Yeah, being 29 right now and going to be 45 later on, and we've been in the 50s the last several days. Yeah. It makes me a little bit nervous. Here it is, January. <laughs> you, you wonder when the page is going to flip and how hard it's going to land when it flips over on the other side. And I have a yeah. sneaky suspicion that it's yeah. going to be really, really cold. And as you well know, Glyph, yeah. I absolutely <laughs> hate being cold. No, you, you certainly do. At yes. all times. Yes. As a matter of fact, mm -hmm. cold weather makes me nervous anymore. It makes you nervous. It makes me nervous. And it all happened back... Remember that year around Christmas when we got like 20, 22 inches of oh, snow? Were you oh, here yeah. then? No, I, no I, cer I certainly was. I lived in a duplex in Fort Branch then. It was like we got a... We got like a 10-inch snow, and then like three days later we got a 13-inch snow. And then so, so there was like two feet of snow on the ground. No one could go anywhere. No. Well, except I had a Jeep. I could pretty well go where I wanted to, but that was different. <laughs> well, that's when it all started for me because yeah. a few days later when I yeah. could make it from my house into town where I worked, Yeah. it was bad. Well, well yeah. I had on, Yeah. and I was pretty proud of these, Yeah. electric long johns that <laughs> would had, heat you up. You yes. Had, you had electric Long johns. They have, like, a battery pack? They did. So you had this battery-powered long john. Yes. Battery-powered long underwear. And I was walking yeah. downtown in Owensville. Yeah. And the stupid cheap things shorted out <laughs> and started heating up. And I had to ask an older lady there yeah. to dump snow inside my pants. And that's embarrassing. <laughs> and I've been nervous about it ever since. And I've never wore another pair of electric long johns since then. Well, I don't blame you. As long as they worked, they're they were nice. good. They're good. Yeah. Maybe they're better now. I, I didn't even know they existed. Oh, yeah. How's that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can even buy vests now <laughs> that are battery operated battery to keep you warm. Battery powered, heated underwear. <sighs> <laughs> Maybe next year, yeah. ask Santa Claus for a pair of those things. 
It's the only thing you'll need for Christmas, trust me. Well, Cliff, I know this is kind of a, a last-minute thing, and I want to apologize to uh, Francie Smith. She's in our studio this morning. Yeah. First of all, good morning, Francie. Good morning, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Francie. Yeah. Now, I know you came out here to do a commercial about the Polar Plunge, and I have lassoed you in and said, <laughs> come on into yeah. our studio for a second, Francie. Yes. I got a couple of things I'd like to talk about. Well, sure, that sounds great. All right. Well, I know you're the chairperson of the Polar Plunge, and it's going to be happening again this year. Mm -hmm. Give us the date and what times and all of that so we can get that settled, okay? Sure, not a problem. I'm at Leap Year, right? Yeah. So we are leaping in the creek at Prides Creek Park, and that would be February 29th. So um, there's registration, and that's from um, 10 to 1130, and then the plunge happens at noon. All these are Eastern time. All right. Well, All right. Francie, I appreciate you coming in. I know this is a, well, you have no idea what's coming here. So I don't know what's going on, guys. And I'm not so sure either you, myself. You, but um, You might wish you didn't know once you know. Why? Yes. Um, as you know, Francie, from speaking with us over the last three or four years about the polar plunge, the one thing I detest in almost more than anything in the world is being cold. Yes, yes. You've told me that. Yeah. Vehemently. As yes. you can see, the <laughs> yes. long sleeve like, pullover. He's wearing like, I don't know, six layers, and I'm like sitting here in a, a, a t-shirt in a, in in a a t -shirt t -shirt because it's hot in here. <laughs> and so every year that you come in here, Francie, I feel bad when you're here. I really do. Do I make you feel bad? Well, you kind of make me feel bad <laughs> because you make me feel like... There's more that Cliff and I can do to help so out with the he polar plunge. So he actually feels guilty instead of feeling bad. I yes. see. So, so what are you saying, we? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I thought, Cliff and I have been discussing this, Francie, and we thought maybe this year, if you guys would have us, Cliff and I would like to have a team of ourselves for the polar plunge. That's right. Oh, my gosh, that sounds great. So it'll be Weed and Cliff. Yes. Uh huh and anyone else who wants to jo join our team oh my or, gosh. or anyone who wants to donate to see us get in the water. Oh, I love it. Oh, my gosh, you guys, that sounds great. Well, we need some help from you because um, can you get us all registered and signed up and where we can tell people where to go to if they want to donate? I'm in. I'm here. I'll help you guys do that. Okay. All right. Good. Now, we've picked out a name, and we hope this will work for us. I guess mm -hmm. you do name your team, don't you? Yeah. Well, yes, yes. It's got to have a name. Okay. okay. The team well, has got to have a name. That makes sense. We would like to be known as the Jocksicles. <laughs> <laughs> DJ, uh, disc jockey, yeah, you can, Jocksicles. You can, you can I use that interpretation if you want. Yes. <laughs> However, we're doing this in February. Yes. <laughs> there may be a different kind of Jocksicles going on. And, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and if you can sign us up as the Jocksicles, yes. we'll... Yeah. Try to get some folks <laughs> kind enough to donate to us and help out the uh, Special Olympics. Oh, my goodness. That would be wonderful. That is amazing, guys. I can't believe you're going to do this with well, us. I'm I've, excited to have you there. Well, I'm excited. Well, I'm not excited to do it, <laughs> but we're going to do it. We're going to show up on the 29th, Cliff and I. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I don't know about the water. Cliff mentioned getting in the water. I'm not so sure about that with my cold <laughs> <What>? thing. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> is there like a... Yeah, hold on. No, no. You're getting in the water. Well, <laughs> the question is how far. Ah, there we go. So what, would be, a, what would be a good goal to set for this? Give well, us a number. Just a crazy number? Yeah, give yeah, us a crazy number. If you, if you saw us raise X amount, you'd be like, holy cow, look at those guys go. 
Um, I don't know. Um, I can't remember. I can't yeah. think. Let me think. What well, would be an amazing number? Yeah. Twenty thousand dollars. If we okay. did twenty thousand dollars, I'm twenty thousand. Okay. So 20, would that be would nuts? Like, that would be an insane amount of money if you guys were serious. <laughs> okay, I'll state just, it here. Yeah. As much as I hate the cold, <laughs> yeah. if our team can come up with twenty thousand dollars or more, yeah, yeah. I, I'm going high. <laughs> if we can do that, I will dunk myself completely under in the lake. Oh wow. my goodness! But it's oh got to be twenty thousand. Oh my goodness! Twenty thousand dollars. Yes. I'm going it. crazy. Okay. All right. Let's do this thing. February 29th, right? I, yes, February 29th at Pride's Creek Park in Petersburg. All right. Francie, thanks for coming in this morning. I know that was off the cuff. you got a commercial to do. Well, so. I, yeah, thank yeah, you. Thanks for having thing. me, guys. You're welcome. The jocksicles. Oh, there is no way in the world Dude, I have to worry right. about getting in the water cliff with $20,000. Oh, you think so? Just Not wait. A shot. We'll see what the listeners say. You can do it. And you ever set a round cliff and think to yourself? Yeah. What have I done? <laughs> Just a few minutes ago, actually. Yeah. Yes. When, when we agreed to get into the freezing cold water. I think you agreed to get into that freezing cold water. You said you felt guilty. I do feel guilty, but <laughs> I don't feel that guilty. Oh, <laughs> no, not at all. That's cold. Well, yeah, it's going to be cold. And I'm scared of water. That's right. And, and the more money we raise, the deeper you're going in. Yeah, maybe. It seems that every year, yeah. the pop industry is selling less and less of their product. People are kind of refusing to drink it. They're going more with water and Turn, other different juices and energy the, drinks. Turning away from the traditional soft drink uh, beverage. Yes. Yeah. And to combat that, Pepsi mm-hmm. has come out with what they think is going to help them out. They've developed a new slogan okay. to get people interested. I'm not so sure about it. What do they call it? Pepsi. Yeah. The thing to drink. When they're sold out of Coke. Now, that works <laughs> no. for me, but I'm not sure <laughs> that'll How work for them. Work yes, because if, take it to the bank this morning, Cliff, has Do me a little bit confused. Confused? I'm not sure. Well, you're in charge of this thing. I know, but I'm not sure that we haven't done this one in the past. Oh, okay. I've been researching ladies' dresses so much today. <laughs> I can't decide if we've done this before or it's just a hangover from the research I've been doing. You've been researching ladies' dresses. Yes. That sounds a little weird. My it friend. is a little weird when you just <laughs> say it like that. But a particular okay. ladies' dress. Okay. Actually a particular lady. Oh. Vanna White. Okay. You've seen her a million times on Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. And she's always got a really nice looking dress on. Yes. Some days more so than others. Yeah. And I got to wondering, mm-hmm. how big is her closet? That's a good question. I mean, how big is that thing? <laughs> and I did the research, Cliff. Yeah. You have the answer. I think I've got the answer for you when we take it to the bank. And it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. Vanna White has yes. done almost 7,000 episodes of Wheel of Fortune. Okay. And during those 7,000 episodes, mm-hmm. she's never wore the same dress twice. <laughs> Ever. Wow. Ever. Wow. I found out, Cliff, the dresses arrive from the manufacturers yeah. in the dozens to the Wheel of Fortune set. Okay. And they go to Vanna and her assistant. Mm-hmm. They eliminate them down to just a few. Vanna has an assistant. She has an assistant. <laughs> They eliminate them down to what they need okay. for their recordings and tapings. Yeah. And then they are uh, actually taken up so that they fit Vanna right. yeah. perfectly. Yeah. And the 
show typically does six episodes per production day. Okay. And in between, she's got it down to where she can change the dresses in three minutes or less. It's like a little game she's playing, Cliff. Now, after the show, yeah, all the dresses mm-hmm. are taken away from her and sent right back to the designers where they're documented and said they were actually on the show. And that's the end of the dresses right there. That's the end of it. That's it. So, theoretically, the uh, designer, manufacturer would have a dress that they could then do something with and said, this dress... Look, kind of like those game-worn jerseys, you know, that you get. There's an actual dress that they could sell or do whatever that has Vanna White sweat stains on it. Ooh, and if she would autograph it, they could even more. <laughs> yeah. Now, the shoes? Yeah. They're all hers. Oh, really? Yes. Huh? All of that, except for maybe the sweat-stained sweat dress, <laughs> you can take to the bank. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day, starboard number three. Round up my own posse. <laughs> number two, it would explain the taste of preparation H in your mouth. The number one morning road show phrase for today, we want to be known as the Jock Sickles. Yes. <laughs> Which is, of course, the name of our Special Olympics Freezing for a Reason team, the Polar Plunge. We have our own team this year. We're getting in the water, and how deep we go depends on how much money we raise. $32. <laughs> It's a toe-in. How's it's that, It's a toe-in. Well, we're almost there already, so we're getting a toe-in at least. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.